Hey, Tony Mosey, how are you, my friend? Wonderful, how are you? I am doing great. I've been excited for this. I don't think you and me have done a call, so I'm really looking forward to this, my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way too, man. I'm very, I'm so happy, man. Uh, this doesn't have to necessarily if we get to a point where you feel like you need to get off or, or you know whatever we can do that because i'm fine with a half hour i've done i've done half hour hour the last one i did was two hours so uh it's all, all on you man whatever your schedule no my right. schedule is open i only say i usually i um i think i wrote it to you as well i usually say 10 15 minutes and it usually goes much longer so well so i always i'm always that type of person that likes to go with the flow um, but yeah, if something comes up, I'll let you know and vice versa. I'll do the same for me as well. Um, but mainly what I've been doing is just reaching out um, to a lot of people on through the podcast, through Anchor, of course, whether it's on other platforms. Because uh, one of my next chapters, I guess, or next stages for me that I've been focusing on is just really collaborating, right? And collaborating to the point whether I could maybe help them, they could help me. And also just to share our stories, thoughts, views, opinions together, right? Because I feel like it's helped me in so many ways listening to you and so many others and watching videos. I feel that if we share together and we have this conversation, it could go a long way for others as well. Um, so just to really get started, like for the people that are listening to maybe my podcast that don't know you, just maybe a little introduction about yourself, who you are, where you're from, or however you want to do it. Hey, yeah. Uh, so I go by the name of Tony Mosey. Um, I'm from uh, New England, United States of America, born in New York lived in Connecticut and now uh, living in Boston. Um, I hope this is clear, though, by the way. I uh, you yes, I, I can hear you for sure. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I went to a performing arts elementary school where I learned uh, acting and all that stuff, uh, acting and playing in the drama. And here I am today. Uh, I do uh, – I have an edutainment platform, which is education and entertainment, and I specifically do rhyming – uh, or, or as you want to say, uh, book summaries in hip hop, musical, and theatrical form. Wonderful, and and that's where I I love seeing your stuff on um, your content. I should put it as on Instagram. One reason that I feel like I connected with you and maybe with others differently is because what I do, like with the mask and so on. I always thought about doing something a little bit different, right? And that's what I heard from you, like trying to, whatever you're doing now with the rhyming, the book club, like that to me is something different. That's never something that I saw, right? Do you feel like when you started this even, do you feel like the feedback was good or did you even get enough feedback for you to even continue doing what you're doing right now? To be, yeah, to be, um, well, so it first started off as a hobby, you know, I mean, I think the reason why I came about this was because I was in a period of my life where I, I, I was just lost. I was confused and uh, I was really, you know, like down on myself and depressed. And I, you know, like I had like nobody to like turn to. So I was alone by myself. It came out of a, a hobby slash, you know, idea. And I said, let me run with it because you know what? I've been rapping since I was 14. I've been reading books. I read I read uh, one summer. 14 books as at the age of nine uh and i was at, and i've been acting in the drama troupe since i was a child so i was like you know what i see there's a lot of people doing regular reviews out there i was like how about i put my own twist on it so i decided to combine something that i really love doing you know like music acting and of course promoting readership so my way because at the time at that time i was going through some stuff um 
what you call it, I was really depressed. I got out of a relationship. I got out of a breakup. I let, it left me freaking and just in shambles. I was going to see a therapist because I was having issues before that as well. And, uh, man, um, I was with a hip-hop. I was in a hip-hop group, right? And I was actually uh, collaborating with them, working with them. And I did not like the community and the environment that I was in. A lot of these people were getting in trouble. And they were getting in trouble with the cops, doing drugs and all that stuff like that. And, of course, me doing something different, just like how you have the mask and you're promoting positive vibes, it's me just trying to position myself to be different, you know, doing something that, like, doesn't doesn't need any categorization. Like, I didn't want to be seen as a hip-hopper or a rapper. Like, no offense to anybody who's doing hip-hop or rap. It's just that at that time, what the people I was affiliating myself with, they were just not doing Me with the right with the red tie and the, and the button up shirt mm-hmm. and the black pants, you know, the black, white, and red outfit. And, and the reason why I'm that and talking about books is me basically saying, like, hey, I am no category, I'm not rap, I am not ed- education, I am Tony Moses. Wonderful, my friend. I know recently that's what you talked about, right? Like, even from what you're doing, maybe to even have a broader vision, right? Because I know the uh, the YouTube video, I forgot the individual that you connected with recently. Um, the one that you did with the interview with and the book review, what was his name again, sorry? There we go, Evan Carmichael. And I know you've connected uh, with Evan him Carmichael. and it looks like you know he's even helped you with right a lot of tips and so on. Um, so going back a little bit, I just wanted to get some uh, thoughts on, on where you are now. So you told me about your, uh, you know, the situation that you went uh, with your breakup and things of that nature. Um, and I'm assuming, of course, there could be some other hard times that you've been through. I know that you've been in the army as well. Would you say like over time, of course, maybe not just one situation, was it mainly the book review and you rhyming that helped you maybe come to a better place, I guess, or what, or were there many, many things, I guess, that led to who you are today to a point, right? And how you are as a person. Yeah, so it's amazing that that sometimes it could be like a couple things, maybe it could be even one thing that just gets you so pissed that that changes your life. Uh, and to be honest with you, when I was seeing my therapist at that time, he was also uh, in the military. He was a well, he was a former Navy. Uh, he was a licensed clinical social worker for the uh, for the middle for you know for uh, veterans and for military people. And uh, at that time, he was like, "Dude, like, he goes, I've been doing therapy with you for a couple of years now." He goes, "But the one thing I know that's constant with you is that every time you talked about hip hop, every time you showed me your music, you talked about somebody else's music." Like, I saw the glow in your face. Like, you have this smile. Like, I, I mean, like, you have such passion. Like, you're, you're yeah, so energetic. And I, and, and he's like, dude, like, this is the stuff that, like, gets you going. He goes, why have you done that? To be honest with you, like, I noticed that it wasn't necessarily rap that got me stopping the rap. It was just the people that I was around that got me, that that's made me stop rapping. Uh, and so I said, you know what? Let me try this again, you know? And so... A friend of mine, a co-worker of mine, a former co-worker or whatever, she referred me to this book by Thich Nhat Hanh called You Are Here, Discovering the Magic of the Present Moment. It was a big yellow book. And I read the book, and I swear to God, like, after taking his advice about going back into hip-hop and reading that book, that which was basically based on mindfulness, I started finally, like, st- I stopped being depressed. I stopped being anxious. I started focusing on the present moment that brought so much like alleviation to like all my troubles because I started really meditating and journaling and getting more in tune with myself and really appreciating 
the things that are going on in this moment. Like, okay, here's one thing to be thankful for. Like, look, there's a guy outside right now and it's humid, and he's picking weeds through concrete at this moment with his bare hands. He's picking each and every weed through his hands with his hands by hand, not with a machine. And he's doing his by hands on his hands and knees. And I'm thinking, like, look, like, what? Should I be freaking upset that, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I got to be, I know, you know, like, that it's, that it's humid outside? Like, should I be upset about that? Should I be upset that, like, you know what I'm saying? Should I be upset that, uh, uh, you know, like, there's so many things that you could be upset about, but why? Like, you know, there's so many things to be happy for, so much things to be positive for. And, like, I base my one word around passion. And, um, yeah, man, I, I just keep telling you, man, like, uh, uh, it, it, took, it took my therapist and it took also a, the book to really revolutionize the way I thought about life. And that was the reason that got me into reading more books. That book, that yellow book right there, got me to reading more books that were going to better my life. And now I want to make everybody get understand the distinction between the types of books that you read. I don't. When people say books, people automatically think of like <laughs> fifteen, whatever, what Fifty Shades of Grey, and like uh, Lord of the Rings and shit like that. It's not that. It, these are nonfiction books, books that are supposed to help you in your life personally and practically. And that's the books I talk about. Whether it's books about handling relationships or, uh, uh, you know, happiness and positivity and meditation or bettering your bank account. That's the stuff that I read. It's the stuff that I pra- uh, applied in my life because I wasn't seeing any benefits before not educating myself on that. So, like I said, it goes back to that therapist I spoke to who gave me that insight and then reading that yellow book that really changed my life. And that's the reason why I'm here today preaching the whole idea, you know, Wow. Thank you so much for sharing, my friend. Like, that was wonderful. Like, uh, again, I said in the beginning, like, I feel like this is, and that's why I love from you and so many other people that we connected with, and even people I haven't that I'm watching, I love it when people are just sharing, right? Whatever they're doing at this moment, because, again, I feel like certain people I relate to a little bit more. You, of course, of what you rhyme about. Yes, so we got cut off there, but it's all good. I'm sorry about that. I was, actually, I was actually trying to pull up my uh, volume. And <laughs> <laughs> That's all good, my friend. But yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, I think where I ended off is that um, one thing that intrigued me about you is just what you're talking about or what you're rhyming about, right? The self-development. And, and that's why I was so intrigued because, like, you're taking books. You're taking two things, like hip-hop, rap, and then books and then reviewing it. But like you said, it's mainly those self-development type of books. And that's what I'm all about, right? Um, one thing that I've learned for myself, right, and I want to maybe get your feedback from your side, I used to be in this niche. So let's say when I started Positive Eyes over five years ago, I used to only really focus on, listen to, watch things of um, self-development, right? So motivational speakers, things of that nature. When I started podcasting, so October of last year, I realized fairly quickly that, hey, like I'm, I'm actually listening to things that I wouldn't listen to before, things about music. Like I'm a big music fan, but I was just listening to people talk about music or art or different topics that I would never think about. Do you feel that even though you're in this, um, this niche, let's say, right, of the self-development, the rhyming and all that, do you feel like you're still open and you're watching or listening to your surroundings, I guess, like my example, like other things as well? And, and if so, do you feel like that helps you? Because that's what I've seen for myself. Yeah, I've been um, I've been I've been a, a consumer of YouTube content now. I got I purchased a YouTube Red account, which is like nine ninety nine nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. And I love YouTube because I mean YouTube, like seriously, has every 
feed. Like <laughs> you could you could you could sit there and watch junks and watch educational stuff, but nevertheless, it's there for you. And so, um, yeah, I'm constantly listening. I'm listening to new school hip-hop. You know, I'm listening to all the new people that are out. I'm listening to other genres as I'm trying to fall into other di- different genres as well. Like, I'm keeping my mind open because I'm trying to study trends. I'm trying to study what people what people are listening to. I, I mean, I'm trying to incorporate all that. You know, also still maintain my own sound and my own... Uh, my own uh, authentic truth you know my own truth so uh yeah man I'm, I'm constantly like trying to pick up and learn from different people who are out there who are you know whether they're successful or not but nevertheless learning from them for sure 100 percent. and um again like i know this interview we're going with the flow and that's why i'm just jumping all over the place i was wondering if you could share a little bit more about you being in the army because of course i watched it on tv i haven't really been close or like i had a friend that was maybe in the army and so on how would you say, like, of course, I know that you were seeing the therapist and things of that nature, but even maybe besides that, how do you feel like the army molded you or helped you? Um, or maybe there was good and not so good, right? That really helped you. But would you want to share a little bit about that, your experience with the army? Yeah, I mean, I'll go back a little bit. You know, my, I was born in New York. I was living in a really rough area of New York. It was called Yonkers, but like the one area of Yonkers was really tough. I mean, you know, home of the home of rappers called DMX and the Locks and uh, a couple of out from there. So, I mean, it was really, it was a rough area. And um, at that same time, especially around the time when I picked up a saxophone and I was acting, my parents were And uh, I lived with my dad, but, you know, my dad was rarely there, you know. So, you know, it got to a point where, you know, I got to the age of 12 and I just wanted to, like, you know, explore because I was, I was stuck at home. You know, my dad left me home, you know, at the age of nine from 12, just like for many hours a day. And finally, one day, I just said, you know what? I'm fucking getting out, and I'm going to explore. And, um, man, it was tough because I'm running away from street gangs and uh, people, you know, drug dealers. And, I mean, I was, you know, I was, once again, like, coming up from an environment that was not necessarily the best for me. And I could have easily been a statistic. I could have been either dead or in jail, especially for the fact that I wanted to join a gang at that time. Um, I wanted to join a gang because kids were constantly picking on me. There was times where I was getting into the bus just to go to school, the yellow bus, and kids would treat me like Forrest Gump, where they were like, you can't sit here, sorry. And I would find myself standing in the middle of the, the aisle throughout the whole bus drive, you know, because kids were just like, they, they, they just, you know, I was easily a, a target at the time. I didn't, I didn't have necessarily a, a mentor at that time to help uh, me navigate these waters uh, of, uh, of, you know, of preteen and adolescence. So... When I finally moved out and I lived with my mom and my stepdad, it was a little bit better, but nevertheless, I was still all over the place. And my mom uh, convinced me to join the military. So I joined the military, and I swear to God, like, the military helped me a lot. It gave me more focus. And, gave me more and sorry to interrupt, but what, uh, how old were you at that time? So, yeah, um, at the time, I signed on the dotted line at the age of 17, mm-hmm. which is actually not necessarily legal, but... The standard is basically as long as I'm turning 18 within, uh, I guess, a few months from then, then I'm, I'm good as gold. So basically, I went to basic training at the age of 17. And I guess my, my birthday was coming up, I think, three months later. So I guess it was legitimate. So, yeah, I went to basic training 17. I celebrated my 21st birthday in Iraq because mm-hmm. I went to Iraq in 2003. Now I'm giving my, you know, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and like, uh, 
it definitely, it definitely gave me more of a head on my shoulders, more focus, more clarity, more discipline, more maturity, and uh, I got more. But yeah, I would say the military definitely helped a lot, especially the peers that I was around. When I was in Iraq, a lot of the people that I was uh, hanging around there, like they were like already older, they had kids, they were married, they had full time jobs. At the time I got called up to go to Iraq, I was still in college doing keg stuff <laughs> with people. You know, and fucking partying and shit like that, living with eight other people in a house. Uh, you know, so like at that time, I still wasn't as mature as I was. And so finally, I served my time in Iraq where I started taking more uh, insight and introspected and introspection and more even agency for the things that I did in my life. And that's, I really thank being in the military. And I really thank more importantly my mom for pushing me and nudging me to go in. Thank you for sharing, my friend, and thank you for serving. Like, I know I'm here in Canada, you're in the U.S., but I feel like we're neighbors anyways, right? But um, but again, like, I, I'm so appreciative, first off, like, whenever I'm talking to someone, for someone to open up and talk to me. Like, I know that people share anyways, but but again, like, this is my passion. Like, I can hear you whenever I'm hearing to your podcast or especially on Instagram when you're rhyming. One thing that I love and I get more connected with people to a point and I want to maybe like, you know, connect with them in any way possible is when I, you could just hear people's passion. Right. And in you, one thing I want to say, anything you really talk about, anything you're putting out there, like I love the even the, something, you know, going off topic about the tie hands. Right. Like everything you're doing, I just feel like I just love the passion. And that's one thing I I keep preaching I guess a little bit more now keep doing your thing because I feel like the like what I hear from you and when I compare it to my story even it's all about trial and error and not even focusing on trial and error I don't even like the word error anymore it's just trying is that that's what I hear from you right you were a kid like how you grew up and then you had the opportunity to go with the, live with your mom it was a little bit better the army and then you know figuring out maybe through the army and the therapist and some not so good times that you're going through figuring out that, hey, hip-hop is my my passion, right? And, of course, reading books. So, <laughs> excuse me. So I just want to say thank you again because whenever I'm listening, that's one thing I got better at, I guess, ever since I've been podcasting, is really listen to listen, right? Because for that, like, has made a huge difference because in the past, I'll be open. Like, sometimes if I'm even connected with friends or anything, I might not be fully there. But in these type of conversations, I'm there. And I, I just want to say thank you again for sharing that because I just feel like, Everybody's story is different. Everybody might be a little bit similar to yours, and I just feel like they could take something from that. Um, so knowing what I'm about, right? And, of course, I'm all about mindset. That's how to make it simple terms, right? Um, knowing that, yeah. of course, a big part of your self-development and mindset is books. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot because I'm assuming there's certain ones that maybe stand out. What would you say? Was yeah. there... Like, I understand you said that there was that one book, right? So maybe even besides that, that you said that that was that one book that maybe helped, right, in the direction you went. Were there certain books that maybe stand out in your head that helped you maybe learn something that was really like an ah ah type of moment that stands out in your mind or helped you move forward or given you ideas? Like, was there maybe a couple of books like that? Yeah. Uh, the one that starts off, the one that hits me a lot, is uh, a book by a man named Simon Sinek, and his Sinek, and his last name. I mean, and the book is called Start with Why. It's uh, a white book with red lettering, and of course, I love the red, but <laughs> it really is foundational because uh, many people talk about what they do, how they do it, where they do it, when they do it, and what they do, but they never talk about why they do it. And I swear to God, like the why is what really makes such a better uh, composition for somebody. Because if you tell your story, 
and you give them your why, people attach more to your why. People people love a story that has some kind of foundation, you know? And I try to tell that story and I always practice it, whether it's me doing podcasts or me on my YouTube or, or social media or just speaking out at public speaking events. I like to always talk about the core foundation of why it is that I do what I do. And I just think about it like me doing this whole rhyming book review. I mean, shortly before that, it started because I was really depressed and I was not focusing on my passion. I was not focusing on the thing that, you know, gave me a life, that gave me energy, that made me jump out of bed. I was not focusing on that. Rather, I was focusing on things that did not give me passion, you know, and that's the reason why I ended up being depressed and I lacked energy and I had no purpose. But, you know, my why is definitely stronger than that because I think about when I was doing hip hop at the age of 14 and how receptive every everything ever Hello? Hey, my friends. Yes, I'm not sure what happened, but no worries. We got cut off again. Uh, but yeah, you. I ended off with saying that you were like how people were receptive, right? And things of that nature. Um, but yeah, my friend. So I just want to, you know, like I said, I'm just going with the flow. So where are you right now? Like, are you out? I'm assuming you're out right now. Is that right? I'm actually about to go back into my place. Hold on a second. Back into the place. Nice. Because I think this will be better. And you're in Boston right now, right? Yeah, I live in Boston. Nice. I live in the Boston, but I live in the Boston area. People want to know about that, but I mean, I'm I'm always in Boston. <laughs> but like you said, you were born in New York. So how? When did you move to Boston? I guess. Like, how many years were you in New York? Were you there for quite a while? I guess. Oh, I don't. I don't know if you can hear me. I just want to make sure you can. Uh yes, I can hear you now. Okay, just because I know I'm about to go inside and outside. Oh, for sure. And shit like that. But um. Hours. Hold on, just give me a quick yeah, second. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Take your time, man. I finally stopped in. <laughs> but no, I mean, I wanted to, uh, I was in, in the midst of explaining to people that, like, yes, go ahead. I think start with why is so important. People need to know their why. You know, people like neglect, often neglect this simple concept. Well, it's not necessarily simple because it obviously involves you to really delve deep into your story and delve deep into yourself. And many people are afraid of delving deep into themselves. So it's kind of tough to, you know, people who don't want to necessarily discover their why because they're in fear. But just I think about it. Think about the next five, 10 years when when that person is constantly doing the same thing over and over again and they're miserable and they're wondering why things are not changing is because they haven't discovered their why. And simply, I think people need to do at least chip away at it every so often and writing things down about what is it that makes them tick? What is it that they love? What is it that they like? What is it that they hate? What is it that they dislike? And like, it, it, I swear, like if you could work on that and it doesn't have to be all in one day, it could just be little simple things, writing it down, you can make for a better uh, a life because then you'll discover your why a lot better and thus will give you more purpose to do the things that you really want to do. And I love what you said, like uh, chip away at it because that's why I keep saying like the small steps they end up being the biggest steps that you take. And that's what I've learned, right, over time. Like, um, like if I give my example for people listening, like I started by posting a quote every single day. So just by that, I figured out that this is my passion. I love talking to people. I love my talk, working on myself, mindset, and all of that, right? Uh, but I, I love what you said, like your why, 100%. Like that's one of the many things. But yes, if you could figure out your why, 
you're ahead of the game. Like you said, there's many people that are not maybe embracing or the situations they're in. Like even me, like I know when I hear your story, I know where I used to be, right? Before positive right. vibes, the what ifs, I wish, why, why they, why them, why not me, things like that, yeah. right? But yeah. then you figure out that all you need to do is really start. And, and that's what I believe it is. Like you, you chip away at it, like exactly what you said. And eventually it just, it just plays out, but you got to be conscious of it because what I, what I see in other people, they might talk and what I, what I've experienced in the past, there's something about talking, talking, talking. But the main thing that I think that switched in my head, once I started being more aware and started being a little more conscious, that's when I started figuring out, okay, this is my why. But I do agree that writing it down or connecting with people, watching videos, YouTube, like you said, is our friend along with Google, right? There's so many different resources because when I look in the past, we never had all these resources, right? We didn't have no internet and things of that nature. There was only books. There was, you know, connecting with people. Now, the platform that we have, the social media, I feel like to figure out your why is a little bit easier. And that's one thing that I love that you talked about, the why, because that is one important thing for sure. Um, so this idea that popped in my head because you were talking about your why, I'm just going to throw away, uh, throw away, throw some words towards you. And I just want to get your thoughts on them because there's some words that I sort of focus on. Prim like there's so many, of course, right? But if I have my five words that are my foundation to a point at this moment in my life. Uh, so I was just wondering if I throw out the word, what comes to your mind? Or even if there was a book, however you want to talk about it, of course, right? Uh, so my first word is always patience. So what are your thoughts about patience? Ooh. Uh, okay, so you simply throw out the word, it's word, word spew. I mean, look, let me just say this first. You know, I come from the culture where you give me a word. Hey, there we go, my friend. Half hour about it. Like, that's where I've come from. You know, like I used to perform, at, you know, performing at open mics in Connecticut. That's what we did. We, you know, we'd ask the crowd, hey, give us a word or they'll come to the stage and give us a piece of your, you know, your belongings and we'll rap about it. And that was what we did. You know, like we were, it was like improv. That's it. It was like an improv rap, but improv acting as well because we acted a little bit as well. So um, I won't lie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, here we go. So, patience. I mean, Patience to me, I rem it reminds me of mindfulness because I think uh, when we're not patient and we're always running, because that's the thing, we're always focusing on the next thing, next thing, next thing, and that's the reason why we become impatient. Um, if we can be present, time is limitless. You know, we don't, we're not thinking about, oh, I got to go do this, I got to go do that, like hurry up and go here, hurry up and go there. And that contributes some, uh, at least somewhat to our misery when we're not patient because we're, we're hoping we need this thing done to go this and do that. And, and I was just telling my, my girlfriend about how I got to focus on one thing at a time because multitasking, especially even though I've read this in a book, even though I've heard this from, uh, from, from uh, personal development gurus, and even though I, I've experienced this, I've noticed that the truth is, is that when you focus on too many things all at once, your brain starts to fatigue. You start to get tired. You, uh, you start to just not, you start, your willpower goes down. You don't want to do anything. And so uh, patience, I feel people sh should take more into consideration because in a sense, like focusing on the moment, focusing on, you know, just being present with yourself. Uh, I, I feel when people are not when people are not patient, I think it's contributing to a lot of people's health issues. It's con contributed to anxiety. It's contributing to heart issues. It's contributing to a lot of things. Like I think I think lack of patience leads to people overeating. It leads to people um, 
not really falling in love and taking, you know, not really doing this. It, it, it's, it doesn't allow them and their partners to be more in tune with each other because they want things to hurry up and be done. It leads to a lot of misery with people who think that like they could become overnight successes, thinking that they could be like struggling with zero dollars one day and then tomorrow they're having millions of dollars in their bank account. But then now they're because they're seeing the reality that you can't make you can't just go from zero to one day you know like so like you know all these people who you know people who are about quick fixes you know oh well i want my i want to look good in the eyes of people so i'm gonna pay people to uh add all these uh fake followers to my social media account like all that stuff is contributing initially or uh, ultimately to that individual's uh misery and suffering so patience to me is it's all about really just being present and 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 loving yourself and loving that moment and knowing that time is limitless because ultimately it's contributing to health, overall health and well-being well, well said and what i'll add like for the people listening just by listening to like tony mosey's story about what he's been through and look at him he like he's still going right he's still striving it's not like he's just stopped and said okay let me just do something completely different away from my passion right and i just want to put it out there like i've been doing positive vibes for five plus years yes patience the only thing i'll add is that for me is that i learned this over time as time passed and i was still consistently doing things uh -huh. That's what's helped me understand patience. So I recommend people like, yeah, like anything, when you're working out, like that's the best example I always give is that when you're working out, you're not going to get those muscles in one day, right? You know that, hey, you're either going to be consistent and patient with it or it's never going to happen. Right. The second word, and that's why I said it a couple of times, that for me is consistency. So what does come to your mind with consistency? Yeah, consistency is understanding. It's about, well, the, the thing is, is basically doing the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, I mean, when I think about consistency, I think about brands. A good brand has, is consistent. They're consistent every platform possible. The, you know, my it's Tony. when you hear Tony Mosey, Tony Mosey uh, at least attempts to make a platform where people know, okay, he's a guy who's about personal development, who's, he's a guy that's, you know, supposed to, you know, who's going to be uh, uh, inspiring me to take action in my life. You know, of course, I've been doing this for three years. So the one thing I can say is constant is me wearing that red tie. <laughs> and <laughs> yep. that's, that's the one thing that's consistent on almost all platforms. And uh, the next thing is obviously to, you know, uh, constantly show people that uh, books are still cool, still fun, still sexy. And, and also inspire them in other ways, too. But, uh, yeah, I think of consistency as like just doing the same thing over and over again on all different platforms. I mean, I see people who say they have a brand and then you go on one platform and they're doing this and then you go on another platform they're doing another thing. They're not consistent, you know, or, you know, and I know sometimes the problem has been with me is that sometimes I'd go a whole month or two without posting and that's not being consistent as well. I mean, so it depends on how you look at it. Some people, you know, you'll see they haven't posted anything in a month or two months or whatever or a year, but they still nevertheless come back and be consistent with, their brand so but nevertheless like consistency is about doing the same thing and doing it over you know and over again that's it man like uh, nothing for me to add there for sure and then i'll just go two more words right so another one is accountability Ooh, accountability yeah uh accountability well the the first thing is i think it's easy for people to take accountability from others because you know like the power of the group it, it, it definitely, mm -hmm. definitely weighs a lot heavier because the person's worried about what their dad thinks, their family, their friends, their peers, their co-workers. So if you have people 
individual perceives that that other individual or a group of people to be credible, they will listen to them and whatever they say. So accountability is pretty much holding that individual to a set standard, to a set of expectations and hoping that that individual uh, ends up, uh, you know, uh, what you call it, performing or or doing as he or she says so. So, you know, like, so like the accountability would be like, okay, uh, I'm going to make a vow that I'm going to walk one hour every day and, you know, your friends or your family or your significant other or whoever is going to hold you accountable to that, making sure that you are walking an hour every day. You know, uh, accountability is definitely a part of integrity because integrity is basically doing what you say legally, morally, ethically, uh, uh, spiritually, emotionally. And so accountability is definitely having that uh, integrity to say, to do as you say, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk, you know, don't, I mean, just don't just talk the talk, but walk the walk it as well. So yeah, like accountability, you know, comes inward and outward. Let me tell you a story real quick. I went to a Vipassana meditation and uh, this place, it was a 10 day retreat. They, you basically, they, they take everything away from you. They take video games, books, uh, you know, jewelry. Uh, if you have alcohol, drugs, they take that away from you. They take away, they, they take away everything, your computer, your laptop, books. They take every comfort of you away. You're left with a certain with with a few outfits and that's it. And for ten days, you're at this vipassana meditation. You cannot talk to anybody. It's called noble silence, which means you don't talk to anybody. You can't look at anybody. You can't signal to anybody. It's basically to calm the mind because that, because normally what brings our suffering is our inner chatter. We're always talking, 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 as I am right now. But nevertheless, like <laughs> it was funny because what held me accountable was not just that. And I was around that environment of people who also held uh, others as well as them accountable. But then it became a point where I had to hold myself accountable and eventually get to a point of inner noble silence. Because that ultimately you also want inner peace in your mind where you're no longer chattering. And that was definitely a big uh, obstacle for me because though it was easy to not talk to anybody, not look at them, not signal to them, like basically and meditate, you know, go to the meditation hall and meditate anywhere between 30 minutes to two hours. Because we'd be in that stance for two to three hours at a time. It was like basically meditation boot camp. But when it came to the part where, like, finally, you know, we either retreated to our rooms or we were meditating, like, that, that inner chatter just kept going. And I knew I had – that was, like, definitely on a new level of accountability I had to hold myself to. Telling that within because nobody else can tell you, hey, stop that inner chatter. Nobody's in your mind. Nobody can tell you to stop uh, that inner chatter but yourself. And so – like I said, it's easy to have outward or external accountability, like your friendly friends, you know, co colleagues, peers. But then ultimately, and I think that's the most challenging one, is to have the inner accountability, being able to tell yourself that you need to do X, Y, Z, and you need to hold yourself to a level of standard. Many people have that issue. Many people don't have that accountability with them, themselves. That's why they, I, I, they force themselves to be around others to help them with that. But ultimately, the true challenge is, is having that inner accountability. And, and I love how you did share that with the meditation and both, right? Yeah. And how I see it, I do agree that inner accountability, I think, is one of the hardest. Yeah. But I do uh, also see it, like how you explained it, that 
the others can help with that situation, right? Because when you get in the habit to a point of holding yourself accountable, like from others, because you told, and that's how I, I, it helped me. I know that I used to put it out on social media that I am going to do this. And there's been times I never followed through, right? And then I would maybe get those comments sometimes or that, but I do agree. Like, I feel like it's a full circle because another point that was coming to my mind about it is that about others more than anything, sometimes we do talk about, especially about self-development that, hey, go with your gut, go with your flow. But what I put out there is that times we do need to listen to other people, right? Some Because my opinion is that when we make a decision for ourselves, whatever it is, we, we can't point fingers, right? No matter what somebody is saying or doing, at the end of the day, like you said, our thoughts, it's our body, it's our life. We're making the decisions for ourselves, right? Um, and that's why I feel like... Hey, my friend, we're back one more time for sure. Yeah. <laughs> all good. Hey, question, uh, are all these going to be able to record? Are you going to be able to Yes, okay. 100%. So I'll be able to put them all together because it's happened to me a few times when I'm on a call that it might disconnect. Uh, so I just got to make sure I choose them in order and then, yeah, we'll put them all together in one for sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I was just ending off, like, uh, one thing that I was saying is um, the main reason I brought up these three words as well, right, is because this is sort of my three main foundational words that I bring up with my journey that I've been on, right, for five years. And because I feel like they all go hand in hand in my, my experience, right, because you could be patient all you want, right? You could be waiting, let's say, for me five years, but if I'm not doing something over and over and trying to be consistent, it doesn't work. And then the consistency, you could be doing something again and again and again, uh, like consistently, but if you're not holding yourself accountable or using others to help you hold yourself accountable, that consistency is not going to really go anywhere, right? Um, so that's the reason I wanted to bring up those three words, because again, I'm just intrigued by you, knowing you know, your knowledge, all the books you've read and everything. Um, so the last word I want to bring up, and then uh, we'll see what other direction we might want to go then, uh, but the last word I want to bring up is where I am right now. Ever since I started podcasting, the word that's popped up for me is perspective. Because for me, uh, before I let you get your thoughts on it, it's changed my life, right? Because I've been talking about perspective, not every day, but a lot over the last five and a half years. Mm -hmm. I did not really hit me and understand what that word means until I started podcasting. I was like, wow. Like I had that aha moment, like, wow, like this is what perspective means. And the same thing with all those other words. Now what I'm doing, I'm going back to see it really focusing on patience, really focusing on consistency and trying to really embrace what that word means. So yeah, what are your thoughts about that huge word in my opinion, which is perspective? Yeah, um, I, I, I love talking about this, uh, especially when it comes to people who are older versus younger than me. Uh, and I always like to know about that. Like I, I use this even this distinction with hip hop, that uh, the difference between maybe the the, the hip hop that I listen to and the hip hop I listen to now is the fact that I have perspective. And you know, people who are you know coming from a certain generation, they have perspective as well. But like I'm just thinking, yeah, it's 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 tough because I don't wanna I don't wanna like like kind of like pigeonhole anybody, but I do think that like. Here I am. I'm going to be 36 years old next month, or actually in September. And here's a kid who's 23 years old, and we both listen to hip hop, but he listens to that kind of hip hop from his time. And I listen to hip hop in my time, but I also listen to his hip hop. And he's going to say to me, his hip hop is better. But to be honest with you, I have the perspective to say both hip hop are freaking awesome. They just have mm -hmm. their own way about it, you know? But I have that perspective. 
while he looks at it and goes, no, only mine is. And if any hip hop, you know, and then any hip hop that comes out after that, after his era, he'll maybe look at it in perspective as well. But obviously this is something to debate about. But uh, once again, I don't want to, I don't want to like go around in different like turns and twists with this, but Mm -hmm. perspective is definitely, I, I believe that people should have the perspective. People should be able to know one side versus the other. They should know both sides. They should know the middle. They should know the far left, close to the far left, the far right, close to the far right, the middle, uh, you know, more in the middle, but onto the left, more in the middle, but onto the right. People need to have those kind of perspectives because then it gives you so much of a better, a broader view. Like, I, I totally dislike, have a strong disliking for ignorance. I think mm-hmm. that people are ignorant. Um, I had a talk at a party with some kid about what is a true Caucasian. I'm going to bring that up. You mm-hmm. want to know Caucasians are, and there's a difference mm-hmm. because everybody believes. Oh, uh, if you're anywhere from Western Europe and Eastern Europe, you're considered Caucasian, but that's not true. They also have said also if you're Anglo-Saxon, that means you're part of you're basically anything white. That's not true. So let me just go back. Here's the perspective. Mm-hmm. Thanks to listening to and watching uh, educational videos and lectures and everything, but the Caucasus, the area of the ca- of Caucasia, the, the of the the the, ca- the Caucasus is actually extending from the area, the regions, the mountainous regions of Russia, the country of Georgia, and Iran. Wow. Did not know that. That, <laughs> that, that, is the, that was the area of where the Caucasians lived. They lived in the Caucasus, and it was this one sliver of area. But nowadays, they just made, you know, of course, they, they generalized it to be anybody who's white is considered Caucasian, but that's not the truth. Now, wow. histor- now, let's look at the Anglo-Saxons. The Anglo-Saxons were actually uh, separated. Were, uh, they were separated between the Anglos versus the Saxons. And the Anglos were from the, uh, it was both of these, er- both of these tri- tribes, these were tribes. They were tribes who warred against each other. And the Anglos and the Saxons were right around the United Kingdom area. They were like in the Scots Wales area. And, and once again, I got to remember the specificity, but I remember the Anglos were either Scottish and the, and the, or well, or from Wales and the, and the uh, Saxons were either the Scottish or the, or from Wales. And nevertheless, those were the only two areas that made Anglo-Saxons. And at that time they were separate until they started warring together. And then eventually they formed truces and peace treaties and everything like that. And they became together as the Anglo-Saxons. They became one harmonious community. But nevertheless, it was just limited to Scottish or the Scots and, and those from Wales. So it well, was never, never, extended, <laughs> never extended to London or uh, Great Britain, never extended to France or, 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 or Germany. That was never them. It was a sliver. It was two slivers of tribes and, and, and colonies that eventually formed the community, still separate from Germany and Poland and all that stuff like that. These were still separate, but eventually, somehow, some way, groups of people decided to call uh, anybody who was white uh, or anyone, uh, you know, any, anyone with the name uh, Anglo-Saxon to be associated with generally uh, white people. So wow. that's, the, that's the perspective of the game. And see, like, mm-hmm. I think perspective is power. Perspective is power. P.I.P., you know? Because if you have that perspective, man, like, dude, you're so much more powerful. Like, you you can, I mean, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I don't know, depending on how you use that knowledge. 
obviously the more important thing is how you use action and take action on what you've learned. But mm-hmm. the, the fact that you already have perspective makes you so much of a better person. I, I could not agree more. Like your example makes so much sense because again, like if I would have a conversation with you, we just met uh, and we talked about it. I, I just have the one thought, right? That Caucasian means white. But of course, if I'm open, that's the only way I'm going to learn of your perspective because of your knowledge, right? I don't know. Like, let's say if I met you for the first time, I don't know how many books you've read, what type of knowledge you might have and different. But that's where one thing about perspective that's helped me is that whenever I'm speaking to anybody, right? And that's where I've learned that's really helped me talking to you, talking to social media, friends, family, wife, anybody, right? The yep. first thing that I try to think about now that keep in my mind before I even start speaking or allow them to speak is perspective. And just having that in my mind, right? That's helped with so many ways. Like I'm blessed with my wife, you know, being married to her, the type of person she is. But I've realized that even like if I look back at what I've learned about perspective in such a short period of time, which seems like forever from October till now, my relationship with my family, my relationship with my wife, my relationship with my friends, like everything is a little bit different just because of how I see perspective now or understand perspective. And then the second part that goes with it um, which I'll take from Gary Vee, which I you know, hear him saying things over and over again, no expectations. Really, perspective has helped me understand that, that, hey, and that's what I've been really understanding. I've been doing this again for over five years, but now I've understand what does no expectations mean, right? Because I would still have those thoughts in my mind, right? About right. why isn't this happening? <clears throat> why is this happening to them? Like those thoughts, like you said, we talked about earlier, those little thoughts. To me, those little thoughts is what really makes us, right? And right. controlling those little thoughts like you talked about is what really helps us move forward. And that's what I think has helped me because all my life, literally, like a lot of the time with my health issues, not to get too much into it, I've been right. alone a lot. And that's when you were talking about the meditation, Like I realized for myself growing up at a young age till now, like with my health issues, I'm alone a lot. I'm alone a lot of the times, right? Because I'm not expecting as a kid that my parents are going to be by my side day after like every hour of day, right? But um, but I just want to thank you for sharing that because that example I think makes a lot of sense. I learned a little bit more, right? Some that's another reason I love listening and connecting. so we talked about a lot of different topics. I don't want to keep on going on with the words. Those were the main primary words that I really wanted to get out there. Um, so I know that you have been discussing, right, on Instagram about maybe broadening your niche, right, or what else you do. Sorry, my mic just fell out. Um, what is your, like currently, I guess, or even if you see in the, maybe in the near future or further along, where do you? Where do you see yourself going? Like, is there, what is that vision? If you want to share the vision or is, or is there some stuff in the works? Like, again, I love the recent interview that you did, the YouTube videos and you're on IGTV, of course, and so on. So is there anything in the works or what are the plans moving forward? Yeah, so I've been collaborating with Evan Carmichael. If anybody doesn't know, this guy is, uh, I mean, he's been doing his YouTube thing for 10 years now. He just reached about over 1.4 million subscribers. So this guy is obviously doing a lot of things for the world. You know, coming from Toronto, Canada, that's where he's from, of course. He uh, is always putting out content to help motivate you, but it's the content that comes from really credible people who themselves have been successful in life. You know, whether it's uh, self-help gurus like Tony Robbins or it's superstar athletes like, you know, maybe Michael Jordan or Muhammad Ali, you know, so uh, singers and celebrities and all that and actors like Will Smith, you know, like he's always putting out the content and, and speaking vicariously through them, you know, about their top 10 rules of success or top 10 ways to avoid procrastination or believing in yourself, you know, like from spiritual gurus, like he's always posting that content up. He does a lot of extensive research on these people and 
puts these video clips together so that you could see and get, you know, get some insight and also obviously make for a better day for yourself. So this guy came down to talk and he gave a QA. and a we, we bonded really, we bonded really, like really, really closely, man. He loved me a lot, you know, to the point that he wanted to help me. So we, we hung out for a couple of days and, you know, you know, had sat down, had some dinner and some lunch together and, he pretty much was like, dude, like, I see that you have so much more, like, talent, so much more ability, so much potential that you're not realizing in yourself. And you focusing and just calling yourself the rhyming book reviewer is just not helping your cause. Like, you're very charismatic, he says to you. He goes, like, he goes, you speak well. Like, you, you, you do public speaking so amazingly. Like, you interview people so well. Like, you do a good job with a lot of stuff. Like, why don't you focus on, uh, on other things as well? Like, other things that you're really good at. Because, because you just focusing on this one little sliver is not helping you. Like, I think it's time for you to start growing. And I, and I saw that because, you know what, I'm, I was just, I'm seeing the numbers. I'm seeing, like, the engagement. And to be honest with you, I noticed that more people are listening to my Apple iTunes podcast then they're watching my uh, rounding book review videos. And I'll say, be frank with everybody here. Like I'm, when I do these videos at first, I did it because it was like, I did it because it was out of a hobby and passion, but it's coming on three years as of next month for me that I've been doing these uh, book, these book um, videos, these, these entertaining, you know, book videos, you know, and I'm, I want to, I want to obviously kick it up a notch and, to be honest with you, like I have been putting videos kind of willy nilly, haven't really been testing. You know, I see like people who are like, you know, have a lot of thousands of followers and millions of followers and they're putting out content in a certain way. And I'm like, maybe this is what I should do. So a lot of it's been like in the fog, like, oh, let's see if this works. And to be honest, lo and behold, it hasn't been working. But I do notice what has been working is it's when I really give people a story and I really tell them the truth about who it is that I am and why did I choose this book? Because I've now been getting feedback from people. They've been telling me like, look, like, like, I like what you do. It's very entertaining. I love these videos that you have on YouTube that you put on Instagram. But the thing is, is like, it doesn't give depth. I don't know much about you. I don't know how, like, it's not going to make me want to buy the book because you don't provide like a, a, you don't provide depth to it. And it's like, so true. Like I haven't been doing it. I just been getting into videos. People have been telling me, Oh, well, you should, this is what you should do. Just jump right into the video and start rapping. And then other people was like, well, you should be kind of ignorant and just make it kind of ignorant so that other people can know. But like right now, the next thing I need to focus on is the things that really give me passion. And to call myself the rhyming book reviewer is just not really uh, telling the story of who I am altogether. And the next, the next videos is to uh, tell my truth and really be honest and authentic with people. And more importantly, I want to tell you like what I'm ultimately trying to build 10, 20 years from now is the world's best edutainment platform. Like, so this right here doing the rhyming book reviews, it's just basically, it's me trying to figure out the landscape, me trying to find my, my best voice. It's, it's all this practice obviously so that down the line I could start scaling up and I could be a, a actual entity that people will go to, you know? So like, for, for now, though, it's me still discovering my voice, discovering the new voice, you know, obviously constantly still telling my story. Uh, nevertheless, I'm still going to continue doing these book, book uh, promotions. I'm going to do the book summaries. I'm going to do the book rants and all that stuff like that. But I know I have way more greatness and I, I hold workshops and public speaking for children and adolescents and adults. So, like, I'm going to I'm going to dabble in that. So, yeah, it's, it's right now. It's definitely me trying to figure out how am I going to position myself, how I'm going to cur curate the content that speaks to my best voice. 
I love it, my friends. And um, this is this is why I love when people share, right? Especially if I'm on a podcast like uh, with them like this, is that I can see the similarities because I love it. Like you're saying, you've been doing this for almost three years now. And I, I picture my journey, right? I know many others could probably see their journey, even if they just started six months, right? Those ideas keep coming. And the one thing I love that you said that I feel like helped me, I love feedback. Right. Because I realized a good portion of my time that I was doing positive vibes, I wasn't getting the feedback that I feel like I needed. Right. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't get to start getting the feedback. And it was probably on me as well. Right. The way I was connecting and engaging until probably October again when I started podcasting. That's when I started with the, I think, getting honest type of feedback to help me. Right. Um, but again, I just want to thank you for sharing because. One thing that I'm also grateful for being connected with you and so many other wonderful people on social media, uh, the social media fam, as we like to call them, is that I feel like I'm a part of your journey. And this is what I one thing I want to, you know, just talk a little bit about is the journey. Right. Because everything we sort of talked about, it's all about a journey. It's all about a process, knowingly and unknowingly. Right. And that's what I've heard about everything that we've talked about today. Right. On this podcast. And even now, like what your future journey is going to be about. So I don't want to go off topic too much because I'm losing my train of thought because so many thoughts are going in my mind. Okay, what else are we going to talk about and so on? That happens to me a lot, but it's all good. Another thing I'm going to put it on here, I might steal that perspective is power, I think you said, because you know that my podcast is called PIP. So I call it Positive Vibes Influence Podcast. I might play around with that. This is another reason, just new ideas and everything and just uh, uh, seeing where it goes. But um. But any, any other things you want to talk about? Because I know, uh, again, you're on my podcast, but I'm the type of person, like I said, I just like to go back and forth, connect, engage, just learn, understand more about you, vice versa. Um, but is there anything, I guess, even if you want to maybe close this off right now, like anything you want to, I don't know, express that maybe you haven't expressed already on this call? Um, I mean, I know it's more broad. La- we talked la- about a lot. Lasting words. I mean, like, I, just want, I want people to really... Like, there's a few things to I want to say, but I want people to just go out there and discover themselves, whether they write about it or they speak about it. I want them to discover who they really are because I, I, everyone needs to, to, everyone, I believe everyone should uh, engage in their passions. Now, everybody's going to provide you a perspective. And once again, you should take all perspectives in there, right? But I believe that passion for me uh, I feel has been instrumental because I've defined it in my own category and I feel passion. I've said this on my podcast, but passion, passion is energy. It's what gets you out of bed early in the morning. Sometimes I get up at four or five in the morning because I'm doing something that I love doing that gives me energy. That makes me feel good that I'm competent and confident about something that I have a skill at that I enjoy doing. That's my passion. And then number two, passion is therapy. I mean, everybody goes to a job that they hate. They go to, they go, they do things that they don't necessarily want to do in their lives. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They come home miserable and tired and they're trying to escape that shit. So why don't you get into something that brings you therapy? And, you know, you don't have to necessarily go see a therapist if you don't want to. But obviously the thing that you therapy, like some people like to, um, they like to color. They like to uh, exercise. They like to, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they like to write and journal. They like to, you know what I'm saying? Like they, there's just all, some people like to dance, you know? So find that thing or things that give you, that make you feel good again. It's all about that feel good experience. So, you know, like I, I think passion, everyone needs to gain and engage in passion because like I said, number one, passion, passion is energy, but more importantly, it comes from the heart. So you want to do something that's true and authentic to you that you love doing. It's love. And then number two, it's therapeutic. 
makes you feel better. Oh, last but not least, three. The third thing is think about the value. Not only are you giving yourself, you know, the therapy, the love and all that stuff like that that you're giving yourself, but also the value that you're giving to the world. You see, like when you do things with such passion, people could tell the difference between someone who's passionate about something versus something who's not passionate about something. If I told somebody, um, if I asked two people and I said, hey, are you passionate about uh, boxes? And somebody and both were to say, yeah. I would figure out if one of them were passionate or not about boxes by the way they carry themselves, the way they talk about it, the way they stand, the way they, the way they're, the pace of speeches, the way, you know, all these little things you can tell. Many people can tell if someone's passionate or not. When someone's not passionate, it's very low vibration. Like, yeah, so I got this thing right here. Their head down. They don't really want to talk about it because it's not something they love. It's not something that gives them energy. You know, you want to talk about, you want to engage in the things that give you energy, that, that brings life into you. You know, it's like what my friend Alex Vivanko said. He has this brand called uh, Be Abnormal. He said, be yourself for a living. Be yourself for a living. That means everybody's, you know, they're being a carpenter for a living. They're being a janitor. They're being a doctor for a living. That's, that's the external stuff for a living. But how about once in a while you be yourself? Be to your truest core what is inside of you for a living. Love so, it. And that's your life. That's your life. That's your per that's your life's purpose. That's your life. That's your life line. That's what gets you going, keeps you moving, keeps you young, keeps you youthful, all that. So always remember, like focus your life around your passions. I believe that. And I could not agree more because one like phrase I use a lot is get addicted to yourself, get addicted to your passion, right? Because that's where when you hear these questions, let's say I do watch Gary V videos in the past. I haven't been watching recently though, but when I did watch it. It was uh, people would ask, how do you how do you get self-aware? How do you find yourself? And to be open with you, there's no straight answer. But if there was an answer, it's exactly what you said. Like and what I said is just getting addicted to yourself. And I also feel like with passion and I love that topic because I agree with you. Like I figured out my passion to a point by mistake, meaning unknowingly it just happened. Right. And that's what I think naturally happens to other people. It's not not everybody is. um blessed i guess to a point just to know their passion right off the bat right it doesn't happen i think majority of people have to figure it out and my thing point pretty much what you exactly said is that for the people that feel like oh i don't know what my passion is yes you could try my opinion is start with yourself just look at yourself like when i even talk about branding start with your name if you don't know what to brand or what product things of that nature service start with your name and that's it but uh, but i love what you said everything you said about passion and this is another reason i love connecting because even though i might have same thoughts as you the way you relay your information is completely different and that's what i love because everybody learns and embraces um things differently right maybe right. the way i say it someone won't understand it but the way you say it they'll be like oh that makes sense now right um uh, so i just want to say Thank you. Like, because I know that I'm continuously wanting to learn. But again, one thing that I know for me that I'm really focusing on is that I'm always talking about it, that, hey, I'm here for people. I want to help people. Um, understanding myself that, yes, I put it out there that, you know, I'm first working on myself first. Right. But I feel like more connections like this, because even though we've done this, like I'm looking forward to doing more like this right down the road, whether it's here, whether it's on social media, because I just feel like negativity right which we generally talked about a little bit negativity what i've learned over time is too much work right uh -huh. when we focus on the good wow like you talked about passion all these different words the 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 stories that we have it's life is so much better and that's the one point i'll put out there is that 
if you really look at it like gossiping or, you know, thinking like the things I used to do. And I think a lot of us do this. You make up those stories in your head, right? My brother might be doing something, nothing related to me, but I'll go in my room and make up that story. That's such a bad story. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I didn't like that. And I, I learned that over time that, wow, why am I doing this? Like, why am I making up stories? Why am I stressing over a situation that's not even related to me, right? So that's one right. message I try to put out there that what I've learned, especially for myself, is that we got to focus on the, that's why I keep saying, focus on the good more than the not so good. Not so good is there, 100%. You're going to have those thoughts. Even though my, my point is not to judge a book by its cover, but it still pops in my head sometimes. But now that I've worked on it so long, I could stop it, mm-hmm. right? If not immediately, within minutes, right? So, um, yeah. Again, like I, I, like I just want to keep on talking because right? I, I feel like I know me when I comes to positive okay. vibes, like this type of concept, yep. mindset, life, I could go on forever. That's why I know you even said in the beginning, right? Like if it goes for an hour or two, you've done and so on. Um, but I'm just trying to think of what other topic because I feel like we've talked about a lot of different things. So now, how, yeah, go ahead. How, how about, I mean, is it okay if I could ask a couple questions for you? Yeah, 100%. Go right ahead, my friend. Well, I mean, maybe you could, maybe you've reiterated it. Maybe it's somebody who's listening to you for the first time. But like, first off, what, what, what made you come up with positive vibes? Just for clarity, just why did you come up with why? What's your why behind the positive vibes? So it was five and a half years ago. Um, it was a business opportunity. We'll say it's network marketing, right? I've always been looking for that opportunity, right? Because I feel like my goal, and it still is, I don't want to work at JOB, right? And um, so pretty much there was an opportunity. I've already tried a few, lost some money in them. But this one was the first one that I saw online, right? So it was online opportunity, network marketing. Ones before that, they didn't really embrace the internet, I guess, right? Um, so it was legit. My brother introduced me to it. Um, the not a mistake it's not a mistake of course now but what i did is i got ahead of myself almost immediately right to the point that imagine that i pretty much told my mind i made a million dollars right pretty much and that's how i started my mindset was that hey i already made it i didn't follow any of the steps i was supposed to be following for the business i was already thinking outside of the box what can i build what kind of brand can i build for myself right what kind of name can i build for myself things of that nature <clears throat> and then i always kept on saying we made it we made it because my concept has always been when i succeed as I move forward, I'm not going alone. I'm bringing every individual that I can with me because that's how I feel that so many people have shown me love and support. That's the type of mentality that I have. So pretty much um, moving forward then, there was a point that it came. Let's just say I started living like I was a millionaire, right? So I put myself in a not so good situation and it sort of just clicked after about five, six months, right? Into it. So not even a long period of like years, it was just six months. I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, what have I done, right? Because I didn't really create anything. It was just me getting ahead of myself. One thing that stuck, though, when I started this, right, the, the network marketing, they had videos that you watch. And one thing that they brought up a couple of times was reading books, was working on yourself, working on your mindset. Be- so the good thing, because I was already all in and I was addicted and I got ahead of myself, I was listening. So one thing that um, a movie that I watched, right, was The Secret. For the people that have that have watched The Secret, I took it for what I believe it should be taken as, and there's a book, of course, on it as well. Is that what they don't really show in the movie? Let's say is that you got to take action. It's just more of think it, think it, think it will happen. But I'm glad that I took it as 
you know, think, 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 but you got to take action as well. So I'm a reggae fan. Like if I pick a genre of music, I love all types of music that give me country and everything, but my favorite genre is reggae. And of course, positive vibes just pops in my head, right? When you think about reggae and so on. So that name came up. And then as I was learning, like I watched The Secret, I started reading the book. I forgot what the first book was. I think it was Beyond Positive Thinking. I think we even talked about that. You told me about that book. Um, but that was the first book that I started reading. So pretty much then um, I started Positive Vibes. And my concept, it just popped in my head that, hey, I'm going to post a quote every single day. That's all I was doing. Not my quotes, it's other quotes. Now, one thing I want to put out there quickly is that I don't know what my why is yet. You know what I mean? Like at this point, I know that, hey, I don't want to work at J-O-B. Okay, fine. I put myself in a hard situation. So we fast forward. I've been doing Positive Vibes. My wife is the one that made sure that, hey, I understand we put ourselves in a, well, I did put ourselves in a, a difficult situation, but don't give up on this positive vibe. So I give like all the love to my wife, right? That if it wasn't for her, I might've stopped, right? Um, but again, I don't know what my why is yet, but then I posted a quote, at least a quote every single day. I probably missed, I'll be honest, maybe a handful of days for about three to three and a half years. That's all I was doing. Then I got on Snapchat. And then it changed my mindset, right? And now I can make a video and all of that. So overall, long story short, I started wearing the mask eventually. It was just a concept of doing something different. Um, it was probably a bit of fear, of course, because I never showed my face. It was just me posting quotes and videos without showing my face. Um, so that was the pretty much gist of it. And then fast forwarding now, honestly, like what my why is, like I, I still, I think to this day, don't know an exact answer about what why is So what. Um, you know, I have my vision, right? I have my passion, of course. But I, overall, my why is I think I was all over the place to a point how my thoughts are, right? Or when I'm talking, I'm all over the place, right? But I don't, for me, I don't think it's a bad thing because I, I in down inside, I know what it is. It's about having freedom with my wife. That's all I want to do. I want to spend every single minute of my life with my wife, right? And my family, that's it. And a part of that, of course, is you know, continuing doing what I'm doing, spreading the positivity. I'm so thankful that when I came up with the goal, spreading the positivity any way possible, that's a nonstop yeah. thing. So how I look at it in my life, I'm never going to stop. I could be 60, 70 years old. That goal will never change for me, right? Because how can you ever stop spreading the positivity any way possible? Because there's so many right. ways, right? Um, so I think this went a little bit longer, but yeah, I just wanted to get that out because I always like sharing just like how you did because people do ask me because they're intrigued more about the mask, right? And then when they hear about the five and a half years, then they're like, oh, how did this start, right? Um, but that, that's why I want to also put it out to people that even though me, like, honestly, I cannot say this is what my why is, you know what I mean? I'm still, I think, figuring out how could I explain it? But again, for me, my why is so many different things that come together into this whole positive eyes type of brand, I guess. But uh, that was my long story, I guess, for sure. Okay. No, no, it's, it's good that you're, you're at least exposing yourself to explaining, you know, your story, because I mean, I, like I said, everything, everyone, everyone has a story, you know, and, uh, and then we're all unique. And uh, of course that also contributes to our why. And many people really love that. Like just for people who are listening to this, many people love not only the story, but the depth that the story gives people want to hear, smell, taste, you know what I'm saying? They want to, they want to have kind of like a five senses of not all, maybe one, maybe it could just be let on one, but they want to have some sense mm -hmm. of who you are. They want to have some ground, some foundation, because I noticed that the best brands or even just the best people, you know, that that have been successful just had 
you know, they, they, they focus on their why, but like, anyways, like you explaining this though, like was, was good. Cause I feel like that's just great practice that everyone I try to uh, encourage to do. And like, that's, that's great, man. Hearing your story about like, you know, like you were the network marketing and I, I really, I agree with that, man, because you know what? I was doing the network marketing real quick as well. Um, I was working with a financial company and because of that, they got me to go to seminars and webinars and read more books as well. Like, you know, like further read more business and get into business and stuff and entrepreneurship. So like, I, I thank them for that, you know, on the whole, like my entrepreneur spirit, like don't give up, keep going, be consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like the growth versus fixed mindset, all those things, man. And I really feel like that's whether people do it long-term or not, it's still going to bring some kind of benefit for the rest of your life. You know, so glad you did that. No, but I'm glad you asked my friend, because again, like one word you just said is growth, right? Like I know, even though I've been making videos, let's say videos to a point for a long time, this I haven't done for a long time, right? Like connecting, engaging, like I said, in the last two weeks, I probably done a lot of these type of podcasts, right? And lives that have done like nothing compared to what I've done in the past. Right. And I do agree with you. Like I could, I could see when you speak, right. And you've done some public speaking. I haven't done that yet. Even though friends more than anything have told me that, Hey, why not step out? And I think that's on me, right. That I think right. this is my next chapter, which I'm collabing. And my next goal yep. is to do something that you've done. And that's where I see that growth, that word that you've used, right. It's all about growth. Right. And um, one, one um, video that's coming to my mind, I don't know if you recently watched it. And it was one of my favorite videos from Gary Vee. It was on Instagram it was that kid I believe he was in Singapore came up to him and he had a real talk with him for a couple of minutes right and it was really like this kid is just sort of not crying but he was you could see he was emotional a bit and he's just talking like just about life like how do I figure this all out you know what I mean and I think a lot of us like I one people one group of people that I think about is our youth because imagine us as an adults, right? People dealing with mental health, depression, right? Stress, all of this. I just, I can't even imagine. I know when I used to be a kid dealing with my health issues and how I had to deal with it. I can't even imagine what, you know, like all these kids, what they go through. And that sort of helps me put my life in perspective, whether it's looking at the youth or whether it's looking at elders. Now we're looking at my parents, right? And where they are. Um, but that's one message that I feel that comes out of us all sharing our stories. So many messages is that growth aspect. And another point I want to put out there before I forget is that exactly what you were saying, that our story, why I think we have to share more and more. And I come back to music. There's a reason that some people like Drake and some don't. That some people like Kendrick Lamar and they don't, and so on, because it's the way that they're relaying their information. It's the words that they're using, right? The way that they're presenting. Same thing with you. Maybe some people are not a big fan for whatever reason because of their perspective, right, on their life right now. Um, but that's one thing that I love about anything, whether it's actors, actresses, brands, you talked about music. Everything is related, right? The concept, in my opinion, is somewhat the same, right? It's just a different way of relaying that information, if that made sense. Um, but 100%, like everything that you're about, my friend, like we've been connected ever since, I guess, through Anchor, right? Since last year till now. And my, my, my um, one thing that really helps me, I'll be honest, is listening, right? Is watching. Because I never really embraced it, I'll be honest with you, maybe before. But again... I'm going all over the place, but I just want to get my thoughts out. That's what I hear from you, right? This whole growth aspect. Like, I love hearing that because I'm like, wow, like, I've been there. Like, I've had those moments that, okay, now I'm sort of, like, stuck or I've been doing this for a while. What else can I do, right? How else can I grow and so on? But um, 
but again, like right now, I'm just like excited. I know right after this, I'm just like, when I feel this way, I know right after this call, I'm going to go and be like, okay, what type of uh, content can I make now? Right. Or what kind of ideas can I come, whether I write it down, whether I go and talk to my wife and get some vibes off of her or whatever it is. Um, So again, like I know we like I even told you, I know it was, I was saying 10, 15 minutes, but I was open and I'm glad we did this, my friend, because I feel like, You know, you got your story out. And this is one of the reasons I like collaborating because I'm the type of person, I know many people are, I honestly want to help people because when we talk about, right, and we talked about this a little bit, followers, likes, and things of that nature, um, I used to be like that. I know when I started, I used to think about why don't I have these followers yet? Why don't I have the likes? Why aren't people watching? Things of that nature. And it used to affect me, right? That maybe, even though I was still putting out content, but we're only human, right? We know what our surroundings are and what we're attached to. Even now, to a point, it might pop in my head, but again, I'm able to squash it a lot quicker, right? Compared to before. But when I see other people now, and that's what I feel that I've connected with, and I can see them putting the work and the effort, I'm all about helping. And I feel like collaborating for me, what I'm trying to do is not only help myself and build my brand, of course, and work on myself and learn more, but I feel like I could I could maybe do a little something for other people as well. So I just want to say thank you. And I want to honestly say, keep doing your thing, my friend. And that's why I keep saying to everybody, because you're right. Like we're all unique in our own way. And I just feel like we got to continuously just just live in the present, like you said, and just be us, whoever that is at this moment. And that's why I tell people, like, no matter what it is, and I understand it might be seen from other people as negative or not so good, but whatever you feel your truth is right now, just do it. Because that's what I was. And I know that's how you probably were, right? Like your whole story about potentially joining a gang and all of that. That's life, right? But it's all about just finding that moment. And you found your moment. I found my moment with just finding that moment and actually and I think the, the word that I want to use is like grasping it, holding on to it. Because I think throughout life, there's many, yep. many things that come up that we don't catch on to, right? And those yep. are the things that we look back and say, hey, why didn't we do this? We should have done this. Those regrets to a point, right? But I feel yep. like if the more conscious we get, we're going to grasp onto that moment. And I feel you have done that. I feel I and so many other wonderful people I'm connected with. Um, so I know before I even said any last thoughts, but we went on. So that's all good, my friend. But, uh, but um, one, one thing I want to get out before we maybe wrap this up then is uh, where can people find you? And I know there's many different places, but I want to get that out there. And I'll probably put it in the description for the podcast, of course, as well. But where can people find you? I mean, you can find me on YouTube.com if you want to send me a message on there as well. I mean, I'm sorry, if you, uh, TonyMosey.com, uh, T-O-N-Y-M-O-Z-E.com. I mean, that's where you can send me a message, uh, send me an email there or whatever. But you could also find all the rest of my content on YouTube.com forward slash TonyMosey. Wonderful, my friend. So um, I just want to say thank you once again. And that's one thing I know I've learned is being grateful because for anybody, to, I always say it to take a few seconds, a few minutes of their time means a lot to me. Uh, so I just want to say thank you, my friend. I want to say thank you for anybody listening. Um, I would love to, we, I know both would love to get feedback, right? With anything that we talked about, you want to share your story. Um, again, I know I'm still getting better at, you know, uh, going with the flow and collaborating. So if any feedback for me, um, anybody that has connected with Tony Mosey and maybe has feedback for him, I, I would love to hear it so I can even share that with him. 
Um, yep. But I usually call these sessions, which I'll, I'm starting pretty much on Sunday. I'm putting it out there. Uh, so this Sunday, I'm starting uh, season two of my podcast. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, starting the uh, IGTV um, series, which will be once a week. Um, so I'm really looking forward to uh, collaborating with Tony Mosey once again and so many other yep. wonderful people. We're going to be calling it hashtag PV Connects. Um, uh, it's hashtag PV Connects. So uh, Tony Mosey, once again, my friend, I'm so thankful and grateful that I'm connected with you. I've said it before for many people. I feel like one day we will meet. It will happen. Uh, whether it's maybe in Canada, you never know, right? If not in the I'll US. I'll come up too. I'm trying to get to Toronto. There you go. You should come up because I've been to New York, not to Boston yet. I've been to New York a few times with some friends. So I love New York. Like I think it's a beautiful city for sure. And uh, Toronto just reminds me of Toronto, but just 10 times, right? Because of course the population there in the city is much bigger. Um, but uh, you never know. It will happen, my friend. And we will plan it out when it does happen for sure. But uh, once again, man, I appreciate it. Any, any last word, I guess you want to say for this time for sure? Uh that, that's it, everybody. Pursue your passions. And if you have any questions, man, hit me up on social media. All right. So once again, my friend, thank you. And thank you for everybody listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Uh-huh. All right.